Episode 50, The Housie Awards, 1970-2002. If you are familiar with the television series The Office, then you know about the Dundies. These were the awards that the Dunder Mifflin boss, Michael Scott, presented to his employees each year. He was the sole creator and judge of the awards. Well, by golly, if Michael Scott can do it, so can I. So, here are my choices based on 32 years of working in the Marceline school system. We'll call them the Housies. Some of these require an explanation while others speak for themselves. Remember that these awards cover over three decades. Unless you are as old as me, you probably won't get all of them, but you are sure to get some. So, here goes. Best Performance at an MHS Grand March Mark Reed. His rooster impersonation was spot on. Best entrance at a pep assembly. Brett Benson. He came into the field house on his motorcycle. Best speech at a pep assembly by a superintendent. Scott Tavoe. Fewest number of appearances in Pep Assembly skits. Tom Hauser, zero. Best faculty basketball team member, Bob Fessler. Worst faculty basketball team member, John Vanderford. Most Diet Cokes consumed during school hours. Karen Evans. Best Faculty Mac Matchmaker. Walter Hassler. Most Games of Solitaire played during school hours. Craig Pedersen. Best interview for a job she didn't get, Sarah Ricketts. Best brother-sister faculty pair, Derek and Jana Becker. Best student office assistant to later become a faculty member, Cindy Rogers. Best Almost Appearance at the State Golf Tournament, Ricky McCollum. Ricky was a junior varsity member of the golf team in 1979. The varsity team qualified for the state tournament that year. When one of the top golfers couldn't attend the tournament, Ricky was in line to take his spot. That is, until he acted out at an assembly and Superintendent Bob Fessler said there was no way he would let him go. 
Worst performance in a tornado drill. Tie. Ellen McDowell and Jose Quintero. Best teacher feud. John Diedrich and that other teacher. Best teacher friendship. O.H. Patton and Marianne Foss. Worst teacher impersonation. Ken Atwell. Best mentors to first-year teachers. Judy Toops and Mary Catherine Lichtenberg. They gave great advice to new teachers. Don't smile until Christmas. Best board member, Joe Cup. Worst board members, the two that voted against me for principal in 1989. Best superintendents at finance, Bob Fessler and Gabe Edgar. Best Superintendent at Public Relations, Mark Yaley. Best Superintendents at Throwing Christmas Parties, Scott Tavoe and Mark Yaley. Best Semi-Conscious Performance by a Basketball Player, Eddie Walsworth. During his senior year, Eddie banged his head in the first half of a basketball game at Buckland. He played the entire second half. Although George Teeter made the winning basket in a 43-41 victory for Marceline, the fact that Eddie played with a probable concussion is amazing. Most Determined Suitor, Jim Jones. It took him two tries, but he got the woman of his dreams. Most Embarrassing Moment for an MHS Golf Team Member, Todd Leach. Gimme putts are not allowed in high school golf a fact that Todd forgot on the 18th green at the state golf tournament in 1979. Most banned song at Marceline High School dances. Money, money. Best use of an acronym. Industrial arts teacher Don Foss. The six P's. Proper planning prevents piss-poor performance. Best basketball player related to someone famous. Lindsey Stewart. Best waste of a great basketball player on the football field. Terry Holt. Terry was one of the greatest basketball players ever at MHS until he broke his leg playing football his senior year. 
Best Graduation Speech Joe Castiglione The Speaker That Never Was In 1995, Joe Castiglione, who was the athletic director at MU at the time, failed to account for flooded roads in his travel plan. He didn't arrive for the ceremony. And Marceline High School has not had an outside speaker for graduation since. Special Mixed Gender Moons Award, O.H. Patton and Nancy Thorne. It happened at an end-of-the-year faculty party at Joe Cup's house. Let me repeat the name of the award. Mixed Gender Moons. Dumbest stunt during a faculty end-of-the-year party when several MHS teachers tossed Superintendent Mark Yaley's wife into the Country Club Lake at Brookfield. Best Travel Agent Todd Park He took the band and me to Orlando, San Antonio, and Chicago. Okay, so he lost a couple of kids, but only temporarily. Shortest career in education, Jennifer Rawlings. Larry Rawlings' wife used to complain that educators had it easy. They only worked for nine months out of the year. They sat down as often as they wanted. They got students to check homework papers. So, Larry and I encouraged Jennifer to sign up as a substitute teacher. We told her it would be easy. Well, she did sign up. She reported to work for her first day. Now, the Rawlings lived across the street from me. When Jennifer got home, I didn't have to ask her how her first day went. She got a blanket and some sort of drink and sat on her porch swing for hours. She never went back to sub again and she stopped ribbing Larry and me about our cushy jobs. There are a few awards that deserve more than just a common title, so I have attached special names to them to emphasize their importance. The first of these is the Maiden Form Educational Sales Award. This award goes to Judy Toops. Sometime in the 1990s, an attractive young girl named Irina came to Marceline from Russia as a foreign exchange student. Apparently, it was not customary for Russian teenage girls 
in her circle to wear bras. This caused quite a stir in our school, and I received complaints from several teachers and parents. Curiously, all came from women. I didn't want to address the topic with either the girl or her host parents, so I delegated the task to Mrs. Toops. She handled the situation flawlessly, and I didn't have to get involved. It wasn't the only time that Judy kept me out of trouble. The Hallmark Movie Meet Cute Not Award goes to Tom Hauser and Betty Cornburst. In 1971, Tom was a first-year teacher in the Central Building, and Betty was a senior in the high school. One day, Betty was doing some typing for Teddy Horton in the teacher's lounge. Tom came in to have a smoke. He didn't want to smoke in front of a student, so he asked her to leave. Or, in her words, he kicked her out. Either way, they had no idea that in less than 18 months, they would be getting married. For you people with suspicious minds, it was the only time they met until after Betty graduated. The Coca-Cola Seldom Imitated Never Duplicated Award goes to Brian McLaughlin. Mac had a unique teaching style that made him one of the most popular instructors at Marceline. His students had fun while learning. He was respected and admired and underclassmen looked forward to taking his classes. But God help the student who lost his world history notebook. The Gilda Radner Humor in Education Award goes to Teddy Horton. Teddy was the funniest person I ever met who wasn't a professional comedian. I guess that's not exactly accurate. She was a professional. She played Carrie Nation at Silver Dollar City for several years after leaving Marceline. Although we lost touch for several years, Betty and I were fortunate to speak with Teddy on the phone several times before she passed away. The Scott Boswell Posterity Award goes to Butch Boswell. Although he will always be remembered for his bold stunt on the basketball court in 1972, remember, he missed the shot. If you don't recall his story... Listen to episode 8 of the podcast again. By the way, 
Scott Boswell, who is not related to Butch, is known for being the greatest example of choking in the sport of cricket. The last award is, fittingly, the Thomas Wolfe Best Exit Award. The winner is Judy Cup. Before I tell that story, I want to say a few things about Judy Cup. Judy was a very good friend of mine for almost 20 years. We both worked for the school. We shared rides while we took graduate courses together. We both earned the same administration degree in 1990. We even worked together for two summers at the Swan Lake Wildlife Refuge. I bummed more cigarettes off of her and paid back fewer than I care to admit. All that makes this story even more bittersweet to me. Judy left work one Friday in June of 1998. She, Melody Potter, Judy Toops, and I had been working on the class schedule for the following year. We broke off work and agreed to pick up where we left off on Monday. There was nothing unusual about Judy's behavior. When Mrs. Toops and I came in the following Monday, we found that Miss Cup's office had been cleaned out. Her resignation was on the desk. She never came inside the building again. I've only spoken to Judy a couple of times since that day, and that was due to the illness of Teddy Horton. That makes me a little sad, but I'll always remember how Judy left Marceline High School. She went out in style.